You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul Picken. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, and on YouTube. Here we're talking about and breaking down a position that might be the most important on the Dolphins roster and one that's been the source of a lot of frustration over the last five or ten years, the offensive line. Recapping the offseason, the Dolphins released Brandon Albert, slid Laramie Tunzel over to his natural left tackle position, leaving two giant holes at offensive guard. Were they filled by the Dolphins? That remains to be seen, Paul, but the Dolphins seem to be going with quantity over quality at the guard spot right now. Yeah, and one, one quick just clarification. They traded Brandon Albert to Jacksonville, but in, in essence it was almost like releasing him. But, yeah, it's you look at the offensive line, the offensive tackle positions are set. If you look at Juwan James and Laramie Tunsil, so long as they don't get hurt, we're, we're pretty well set at, at offensive tackle. If Mike Pouncey's hip holds up for 10 or 12 games, we've got a Pro Bowl center for 10 or 12 games. But that guard position is definitely a, a big old Yahtzee cup where they're throwing a whole bunch of stuff at it and hoping something sticks going into the season. Yeah, Mike Pouncey is going to be the big part of that. Missed 11 games last year. I thought he played very well and always has played very well at that center spot. Maybe not as good as his brother Marquise with the Steelers, but still a really good football player. Yeah, he's supposed to be out really throughout the entire summer. Uh, You you would think uh, that the first time that Pouncey might be back out on the field could be week one when the Dolphins start the regular season. But that guard spot, like you said, is, is the biggest thing. You know, looking at what was available in free agency, yeah, there were a lot of players out there. They were expensive, and then there were some that weren't as expensive. I mean, Kevin Zeitler cost $12 million a year. Ron Leary and Larry Warford, $9 million a year. But, you know, to not even take a, a whack at, like, a Chance Warmack who got $2 million or a Andre Smith who got the same, I mean, I, it's, it's pretty surprising to me. So, Paul, how do you see that guard spot shaping out? Who do you think is going to come away with those two top spots? 
I think Bushrod's going to walk away with the right guard spot. I know Pro Football Focus had him ranked really low last year. I know we've dove into this a little bit, but I think it's a position where he played better than his Pro Football Focus ranking. He was playing next to a makeshift center position for a decent portion of the year with Pouncey being in and out of the lineup. He was playing next to Juwan James when Juwan James was good Juwan James after he got benched for a little bit. And he was playing next to Juwan James when he was bad Juwan James early on in the season, which which led to his benching. So he was really on an island over there, kind of learning a new position. I expect him, with his familiarity with Gase's offense, the fact that he's gotten a year under his belt at the position, I expect him to be okay. I don't expect him to be an all-pro. I don't expect him to be a pro bowler. We don't need him to be a pro bowler. Uh, He's going to be playing next to a very good right tackle and good Juwan James. And if Mike Pouncey can stay healthy for the season, which is a big if, all he needs to be is okay to be a solidifying factor on that offensive line. So I expect him to take one of the spots. And then uh, Miami's really high on Ted Larson. I'm not 100% sold. I'm trusting in Gase a little bit here. I think he might take that spot. If not, you may see Isaac Asiata take, take over that left guard spot. Yeah, I think Bushrod pretty much has that right guard spot nailed down. Uh, you know, they brought him back, paid him $3 million this year for a reason, fully guaranteed. And yeah, I'm hoping Asiata does shore up that other guard spot. Otherwise, yeah, it might be Ted Larson. You've also got possibly Craig Urbic and Anthony Steen in there. But Paul, you touched on pro football focus. And, you know, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with them. And I subscribe to pro, pro football focus. But I look at where they had these Dolphins ranked last year. And we'll go through the list here. At guard out of 79 possible players, Laramie Tunzel was 31st. And Jermon Bushrod was 78th out of 79. At tackle, you had a Brandon Albert who was 59 out of 79. Juwan James, I felt, was accurate, 29 out of 79. And then at the center spot, out of 37 possible players, you've got Mike Pouncey at 30, Craig Urbic at 34, Anthony Steed at 35, which begs the question to me. I look at the Dolphins' production on offense last year relative to the offensive line, and I say, okay, they were ninth in rushing yards, eighth in yards per carry. They allowed 30 sacks, which was ninth best in the league. It doesn't seem to match up here with what Pro Football Focus has really put out there. No, it goes back to something that I know I've said a lot, which is Pro Football Focus is a great tool, but it is not the be-all, end-all. I mean, your your eyes on the field and watching the players play is going to be the ultimate judge here. And for me, I thought a lot of these guys got rated low. To be honest with you, I think that after week five or so, Jawan James played a little bit better than that ranked that 29th ranked, which – Let's be fair. You know, he he played bad enough that probably pulled him down a little bit. But I don't buy into pro football focuses rankings when it comes to offensive line. I think they're a useful tool. But if you take them as the be-all, end-all, you're going to make a lot of mistakes in your assessment. Yeah, well said. I, I look at PFF and say this. I think you're a fool if you look at it like the Bible. I think you're a fool if you don't look at it at all. I mean, if there's a metric out there, even if you disagree with their rankings, that says, okay, we've looked at every play from this player. I think you'd be crazy not to take a peek at it. That's why I subscribe to it. But yeah, and I think, you know, Juwan James at that right tackle spot, he's a player on the Dolphins I want to be re-signed long-term. And I have a feeling that if he plays like he did after the first six games of the 2016 season, you're going to have a hard time getting him back for anything less than $10 million a year. And I, I mean that. I mean, you're talking about somebody, a former first-round pick, 6'6", 320, long arms, can play left tackle in a pinch. I think he has a lot going for him. And I think if you lock down Laramie Tunzel 
at left tackle, who I, I believe not only will be a pro bowler, but a potential Hall of Fame type talent. And then you have uh, Juwan James, a right tackle. I think for the next seven or eight years, you're really going to be set at that tackle spot. I agree with you there. I, I think one of the things I'm really excited about, though, for this coming season is for the first time in a while, I feel like this team has depth along the line. Maybe not so much at left tackle. I think Brandon Albert leaving. Laramie Tunzel was the emergency left tackle last year, did a fantastic job, didn't skip a beat when he got in there, arguably played a little bit better than uh, Brandon Albert, which is saying something given the fact that Albert's a perennial pro bowler. But then you look at guys like Craig Urbic, who when he came in last year did a lot to help solidify the offensive line probably going to be a backup, can play along that interior, and can even kick out the tackle in a pinch. You look at Anthony Steen, who had never played center in his life before, had a little bit of a leg injury last year and faded down the stretch playing center, but I expect with a full offseason at center, could do very well. And another kid that they've signed that not a lot of people have been talking about is they got Jake Brendel off of Dallas's practice squad after he was injured and waived last year, brought him in. He's not the strongest guy that can play center, but he's got a lot of athleticism and a lot of really good technique. Given a season and a half working with their strength and conditioning coach, given his agility, given his really ability to do some of the things that Pouncey does, they don't have to change the offense for a guy like Brendel. And I'm really excited to, during the offseason while Pouncey recovers, see what Brendel's able to do coming in and playing that, that center position and basically planning to serve as Mike Pouncey's backup. Mike Pouncey's backup, as we've already broken into, is a position that's expected to play a little bit during the season, given the fact that Pouncey has those chronic issues with his hips. Brendel's an interesting one to keep keep your eye on. I'd say he's on the outside looking in as far as the roster right now because you've got Anthony Steen, you've got Craig Urbic, uh, who have that center experience. And you have Ted Larson, even if he loses the guard race, has played most of his of his career, college and professional, at that center spot. But yeah, Brendel's one to keep an eye on. He did get on the roster late in the season. Two players at tackle behind Sam Young as the, as the third offensive tackle that I, I think bear watching in, in preseason too. Terry Poole is somebody the Dolphins picked up off the street. It was an early fourth-round pick of the Seahawks just two years ago. It was very raw coming out of San Diego State, but definitely has some physical skills there. Maybe he's somebody that just takes a few years to get acclimated to the NFL game. Uh, Eric Murphy, the guard, the uh, tackle from Virginia as well. I was really surprised to not see him drafted, and the Dolphins swooped him up as an undrafted free agent. He's a little bit stiff, but I, I could very easily see him making that the team as the fourth offensive lineman. So, Paul, taking a look at the grades here with the offensive line. Before we dive into those grades here, I, I just want to comment on Sam Young because he's a guy last season that you saw kind of do okay at first when he was with the team before he got cut. And then, you know, he got re-signed and brought back. And he got on the field. He actually did some really good things out there. So he was a whole different, better player that really was one of those things that I know we've made the arguments about skill position players that the Dolphins might have been 8-8, eight and eight, if not for Kenny Stills or Kenyon Drake. If Sam Young hadn't been able to fill at times the way that he did, the Dolphins probably would have lost a couple more games last year. So don't underrate the value of Sam Young going into the season. He's a guy I fully expect to make this roster and be that swing tackle if there's issues for Laramie Tunzel, if there's issues for Jawan James. So Sam Young is definitely one of those underrated guys on this roster. 
the Dolphins did pay him a big compliment at the end of last year, signing him to a contract extension too. So they also use Sam Young as an extra tight end sometimes as well. So they were searching for ways to get him on the field. Yeah, I agree. It'd be surprising if, if we saw Young not make the roster. So, Paul, looking at the offensive line in general, when I think of how the Dolphins could have landed one a guard, even if it cost a lot of money, I think that you could have taken Jermon Bushrod, made him the third guard, the third offensive tackle, basically a swing man across the whole line. And man, oh man, I, I think that's a position where the offensive line is a B plus or an A minus. Now, you know, I see two giant holes at guard right now. And because of that, I, with Pouncey's uncertainty, I'm not worried about the tackles. I think the tackles will be fine, good young players. But with the uncertainty at guard and at center with Mike Pouncey's health, I'm giving this unit a C plus. Yeah, I'm not going to go as far as to say giant holes at guard. I definitely think that's the weak spot on the offense, aside from Pouncey's hip that we've beat to death a little bit. But I definitely don't see them as a position of strength either. Now, there are enough decent players, decent to good players, that something should be able to shake out there, and they might be able to complement each other well. I mean, who knows? You might see Asiata get out there next to Tunsil, and the two of them work dynamically together and really form a great tandem. So there is enough talent there. There is, an, a, there is a lot of depth there that we haven't had before, but I'm not absolutely blown away here either because there's a lot of questions that go along with a lot of this. So for me, I'm going to go with a B-. minus. I flirted with a B. I flirted with a C+, plus as, as you gave them. But I'm going to settle right in at a B minus. But they have the potential if one or one or two of these guys do shake out, and if Pouncey's hip holds up, to be a lot better than that grade. Definitely a deeper room there in the offensive line. That that's for sure. We'll see how it goes. That will do it for our wrap up of the offensive line heading into training camp. You can follow us on the Fin side on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, and on YouTube. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it's on the Fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the Fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the Fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.